and we're straight on to Ash. <laughs> How you doing? Not too shabby. Welcome to the show. We're uh, we're Thank just you. in our ninth hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how you guys holding up? Not too no, bad. Right. I, my right. my bum's pretty numb. Yeah, my ears. I, I can imagine. <laughs> May have to do some pacing of the kitchen. Uh, right. right. <laughs> Well, um, thank you so much for coming on. I know you've got like a super busy weekend, um, so thank you. No for... problem. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry I had to uh, switch my time slot at the last second. Well, I suppose I'll let you off. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, you stayed on, so that's the main. Thing. Yeah, so say you didn't yes. drop out entirely. That's always helpful. <laughs> yes, Dev. No, I, I was looking forward to it. So I was really sad once I once I realized I had some uh, work to do this weekend, but no problem. Is it exciting work though? Uh, it's pretty exciting. I'm uh, I am in Vegas for Evo 2014, which is a uh, international uh, fighting game tournament. Nice. I just stopped on. I'm in Vegas. <laughs> oh, there. Yeah, that would have done. I, don't, I was going to say I don't know if I could handle Vegas. I wouldn't I think be going to like gamble or anything. I'd be going to shows. I'd go see Donny Marie. Sorry. You know, it's it's good for the first like two or three days. After that or so, it's it, it's you got to go. Ah. Mm. Yeah, Vegas is it, it's, it's it's sensory overload for sure. <laughs> and you're going there to play video games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even better, right? <laughs> well, right. You're going to have to educate me now because I'm uh, notoriously bad at video games. No uh, problem. In the sense that one of the things on my list of things to do before I'm 30 is to complete the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time without getting my mom to do the Spirit Temple for me, and okay. I still haven't done it. <laughs> Well, usually people say it's the water temple they have trouble with, not the spirit temple. The water temple doesn't bother me because, although I get slightly frustrated forgetting where I am and which level of water I need to be at, the spirit temple actually frightens me. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, what about it frightens? Is, is it the creepy suns and the walls? No, it's the um, it's the creepy things that freeze you and hump you. Oh, oh yeah, those guys are great. The redeads. They're terrifying. Oh, I love those. It's guys. what they yeah. are. <laughs> They scream at you? Yeah, that's great. No, terrifying. Um, so that's on my list, but I haven't even... I can't remember the last time I played it, but that's the level of gamer you're looking at here. Can't even no complete worries. Zelda. <laughs> hey, I can't I can't play a fighting game to save my life. I, I just I love watching high-level play, but I, I can't uh, compete in them to save my life. See, I'm not bad at fighting games, but that's because I'm, I'm quite quick at just mashing keypads. Oh, I just press everything. Yeah, I don't, just like mash. There's once no I figure skill out order, then I use that all the time. Yeah. I, um, a friend of mine got really annoyed with me not long ago. Well, the only he... fighting game I've played... Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, so yeah, no, I think there's a little bit of a delay, but uh, no, I uh, the only fighting game I play seriously is Smash Brothers, and uh, you know, and I love Smash, but things like Street Fighter and uh, Mortal Kombat and stuff like that, I I like playing them, but I can't compete at a high level to save my life. Yeah, I am. Um, I think I couldn't play at any sort of like you know, I couldn't do tournaments and stuff. Like I am nowhere near that good. Um, but right. I I could definitely like kick a few of my friends' asses. Oh well, that's that's all that really matters. I think so. I can, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I do that. Yeah, and I'm good at like um, Mario Kart games, but actual proper racing car games, shit. And for some oh, really? reason, motorcycle racing games, <laughs> awful. Apparently, I, I try games. riding too fast because my balance is awful, and I'm not even riding the actual thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do racing games simply because. Um, speed annoys me like I can't I can't play Sonic the Hedgehog either which is the weirdest thing oh, anybody's no. ever said Aww. it's too it's too frantic I can't 
can't pay attention to it. My eyes are just like, blah, what? I always love Sonic. Sonic and Mario Brothers, brilliant. I do love Mario. Oh, same here. No, I uh, I, I love both. And I've actually been playing a ton of Mario Kart 8 recently. That just Oh, sure up. I'm so jealous. Yeah, that came out last month, and I've been playing. Actually, me and my friends have all been playing a ton of it. It's a lot of fun. That does look badass, though, to be fair. Yeah, it really is. Mario Kart's about the, the... the only racing game I can play because it's not too frenetic, and also it's a lot less boring when you right. can throw shit at well, people. That's, what, that's <laughs> why I like those ones because you can just blow people up or throw things at them. That blue fucking turtle, though, guys. Yeah. Why does that exist? Yeah. That's, that's just mean. There's one that I. Well, you can actually finally destroy them in, in Mario Kart Eight. Oh really? Yeah, they. Now they I'm extra give jealous. You a new <laughs> item called the Super Horn that that lets you uh, destroy them. Oh man, that'd be cool. Now which I want is, which is uh, very gratifying when you're actually in a position to do it. <laughs> See, I'm very, I'm not very often in first position. I'm always that sap who gets caught in the blast of a blue turtle when I'm second, and I'm like, ah, oh, no. Oh. No, you see, I'm I've the had one. it happen many times. It's harsh. I'm the one yeah. who gets into like your first position. It's like, ah, screw you, lot. And then some fucker blows me up just so I'm about to cross the line, and I end up being last. Oh. And I try not yeah. to throw my controller across the floor, but I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that the best of us? Like, isn't that standard gaming practice? Um, <laughs> like, yes, it's called tantrum. No, oh, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rich, uh, my husband Rich has thrown a controller once at his telly, and I was just sitting there with my eyes closed, like, is everything intact still? <gasps> Phew, oh, it totally is. <laughs> See, I've never thrown a controller or had any like in any rage like that. Just because I figure, as mad as I might get, I don't really want to break anything. Yeah, you know, I don't want to have to replace anything. And uh, yeah, no, I've, I've never thrown a controller. Thankfully, it's also pretty dangerous because I threw. Um, <laughs> this can sound really bad now. I was playing the uh, you know the Turtles game that's based on the CGI movie, mm-hmm. and I got really oh, yeah. fr- I got really frustrated because they don't tell you in the instructions that if you don't hold both the Wii controllers dead straight, your turtle goes into a crouch like a protective crouch and he won't move and so of course they don't tell you this so occasionally you're just getting your ass kicked by ninja because you're just squatting for no no good reason you're like ah so i got really mad and i threw the controllers but i forgot i was wearing the um the wrist yeah these and they just swung down and hit me in the crotch (laughs) (laughs) i guess you won't won't do that again no definitely not And I would recommend well, that I, I any men like don't being, do it. Being attacked by ninjas is something we can all relate with. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I, I kind of like. Sometimes I wish the world was more like video games. It'd be a bit more interesting. Yeah. Oh no, I, I hear you. I mean, uh, that's actually one one reason. Lately, I've, I've I've always played every kind of kind of game out there, but actually, a, a lot lately, I've been gravitating toward. Uh, uh, well, I've always had a special place in my heart for Nintendo, but mm-hmm. even more lately, like I just I've been gravitating toward really just playing that kind of stuff, only because life is already so serious every day, and and mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's it, life is serious enough, so I, I don't then feel the need to go play something like The Last of Us or you know, oh, Call of Duty or something. Where I mean, they're great games. Don't get me wrong, especially The Last of Us is incredible, but it's so dark and. Mm. And really, just intense, and just like you know what, real life is pretty dark and intense. I'm gonna go play Zelda or you know Pokemon or <laughs> something <laughs> colorful and lighthearted, you know that that isn't quite so much like uh, real life. Marvel Lego, that's why I play. yeah, the Lego, <laughs> Lego games are brilliant. I love the Marvel Lego. How have I not completely Lego Indiana Jones though? You can't even die in it, and I, I have, still can't. I, I, I did on my on my DS, and I've got Marvel Lego for my uh, Xbox 360. 
and I really enjoyed it. But saying to Stacey the other day, I got stuck as soon as I started playing it and had to get a walkthrough to figure out what the hell I was doing. <laughs> oh, really? Which is a bit no, I've actually heard those games are really good. I haven't really played a lot of them, but so I've heard they're a lot fun. of fun. Yeah, they are. But um, there's a lot of sort of bits that I because I'm not particularly uh, quick <laughs> when it okay. comes to figuring things out in games, and there are certain bits that like only certain characters can do. Like yeah. they've got a certain thing about them so they can only they can jump this high mm. or only they can do this bit so I've just like been relentlessly like leaping around like why can't I get up there that's definitely where I need to go why can't I get up there <laughs> I'm just getting increasingly more rageful there's when you get close to it so it's only a person that it can you know like spit webs or something can do that yeah or grab things uh-huh. it's like oh right so I need to go go all the way back swap around get Spider-Man <laughs> oh shit <laughs> they are fun though. but they are good fun I, I, I enjoy playing them and the, the ending of the Indiana Jones one was so cool I haven't got there yet oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah like, they spoof themselves one in the mouth Oh, oh definitely. you definitely should. Yeah, they are a lot of fun, and I think it. Ha- they just did like a Batman three. I think they just released. Or yeah, something. there is a new one coming out, and the uh, the first one's hilarious. Two's brilliant because uh, Robin two, no, two is Robin blatantly yeah. has a hard on for Superman, and it? it's yeah. so funny. Oh. <laughs> because and they took all those little movie snippets. Oh, and see, I'm, I'm more of a Batman film. guy myself. Yeah, that Batman two was brilliant, and whenever Superman shows up, Robin is hilarious. He's yeah, and Batman's reactions. <laughs> Yeah. I do. I do love Lego Batman. Like in the Lego movie as well, he's like the totally the best thing about it. Yeah. Awesome. I actually haven't seen that. I heard that was really good. I, it is. It was surprising because when I heard that it was coming out, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll probably check that out. But then right. um, saw the first trailer for it, and even though the music in the trailer was fucking awful, <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. what is this noise in my ears? Um, no, it, I remember it being pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, it was like some sort of electro version of Take On Me by Aha. Yeah. I think it was really bad. Um, uh-huh. And I, yeah, so, but when I actually saw the trailer, I was like, oh no, this actually looks like properly legitimately good. <laughs> Like legitimately good, and uh, it's really funny, and it's really smart as well. Um, uh-huh. You don't really see what happens towards the end coming at all. I've, I'm yet to really? see okay. see that yet, but I just like in the trailer where Batman is trying to fling his batarangs. That there's Batman's a switch off, and he hits it finally on his fifth attempt. Like, ah, first try. <laughs> I just like that Michelangelo's in it because I'm a, I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan, so I just love that he's in it. Yeah, it saddened me that the four of them weren't there. Mm. Why wouldn't they I know? Be there? I wish they were all all four of them were, yeah. but I guess you know one Ninja Turtle's better than zero, right? That's true, and Mikey's not a bad choice to be Good fair. Good choice. Se- second favorite no. turtle. Yeah, not at all. I got told off the other day for Mikey being my second favorite turtle. So I'm sorry. Think, I'm allowed opinions. Well, I think, I think he's my third more. favorite, actually, if we're being honest. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Who's your yeah. favorite? Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be. And <laughs> raf has got to be second because it can't be Leo. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Is Leo anybody's favorite? <laughs> Poor Leo. Yeah, so, Not I mean, mine. He's so stoic. Yeah, he's just so boring. <laughs> he really is. I am. Um, I yeah. There's no version but the, the thing is though he's still cool like he's not yeah in any other scenario if there was a character like that you'd be like why am i even watching this tv show yeah but he's still a ninja and a mutant and a turtle so he's still pretty cool you're still already you're pretty up high on the list when you're when you're all three of those things at once yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah no, i hear you God, don't start me off again. I think if you if you listen to like the nine hours of this program, a good sort of four of them are probably about turtles. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tiny. Well, there there are many worse things to talk about. Trust me. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. 
I think we've Have already talked about the new about Nickelodeon cartoon. Yes, I'm all oh, over that like white on rice. I fucking love the thing. I um I watched an episode recently and it actually made me cry. I can't remember why, but it did. And uh, and then I, afterwards I was like, what am I doing? You're a grown up. <laughs> hey, no, I I I embrace the TV shows and movies and things that can make me cry because it's uh, it's therapeutic and and, and actually uh, turtles as well. We uh, my my fiance and I were watching. The episode I can't remember, but it's uh, it's about the, the the guy who tries to be like a psychic to the turtles, like a human oh, psychic yeah. obsessed with them. But then he gets turned into this horrible blob creature in a jar, and it's really sad. It is like really it's sad. legitimately sad what happens to him. And uh, and I remember watching it with my fiance, and we were just like, "Wow, this is actually really sad. Like darker than we were expecting." They haven't mm-hmm. fixed him yet either, have they? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't, right? Yeah. No, he's still we're in the tube. We're not caught up on season two yet. We're uh, we're watching it via Hulu, and we're not caught up on season two yet. Ah, uh, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, but no, we we'll love it. It's it's. And I was prepared as a Turtles fan. I was like, oh, okay, this isn't gonna, you know, this is probably gonna suck and whatever. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna like it. And then lo and behold, holy shit, this is. <laughs> Yeah, I've started to learn that maybe I should reserve my opinions until after I experience something. Because I'm one of these right. people who was... Uh, that my famous example is I was one of the... Heath Ledger as the Joker. That ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and then I watched it and I was like, oh, hello, words. I'm just going to put some salt on you so that I can yeah. eat you comfortably. <laughs> Jesus. Like, he was amazing. So now I'm just like... I'm not I'm not having an opinion on anything until I've seen at least, like, a, a fair chunk of it. Because... Um, right. Yeah, the te- like I was a, like straight up addicted to the eighties Turtles cartoon, mm. um, uh-huh. to the point that my husband actually bought me some on DVD a few years ago as a Valentine's gift, and we watched the episode. I don't know if you remember it, where they eat a, a pizza that's got this thing on it that shrinks them. Oh, I do. And there's that. there's a bit where they're in the sewer on a bar of soap that's slowly <laughs> eroding away, and I was quoting right. it, and I have not seen that since I was a child, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> how much would I watch this when I was a kid? <laughs> I'm so sad. You've started me off again. <laughs> no, like I said, in any situation, there are many worse things to talk about than Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I think there's so much good stuff around as well, because it's like the comic at the moment is kicking ass. Mm. Oh, right. So good. Anyway. Oh, the, oh, the comic that's currently running? Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. I'm, not, I'm actually not reading it right now, but uh, I've heard it's pretty good. Oh, it's amazing. And um, recently a dude called Ross Campbell did a bunch of, like, amazingly cute issues. His artwork is so delightful that I just was like, I'm in love with this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, the, the only uh, comic I'm actively reading right now is the Archie Mega Man series, just because, like, Mega Man's my favourite character of all time, or one of them. So if you, I'm, I'm not, like, a huge comic reader just because I've never really had time, but uh, mm. I do read the Mega Man comic pretty religiously. I don't think I've ever experienced any Mega Man. Is that yeah. terrible? Are you going to disown me? No, I me? haven't either. <laughs> no, I don't think it's, I have at all. It's, it's, I mean, it's definitely it's an, it's an acquired taste, but uh, my my personal gaming skills and reflexes are centered on platformers for sure. So while I can't survive in a fighting game or a, or a first-person shooter to save my life, I can speedrun Mega Man games with the best of them. So I just have a soft spot for, the, uh, for that franchise and for that character for some reason. See, I think I've always found myself much more preference towards platform games than mm. any other. I like fighting games. They're, you know, good for aggression. But, um, <laughs> Rage! <laughs> gonna punch you in! No. Um, but platform games, and yet yeah, they used to... I used to find with some of friends who, were, who really enjoyed video games and stuff, like platform games, that's really pathetic. 
Why do you like platform game? Why don't you like, you know, Medal of Honor or Call of Duty and stuff like that? It's not because... Ugh, no. No, because I enjoy platform stuff. Yeah. I find camera angles to be a really big issue for me, which sounds stupid, mm. but if I can't sort of see things how I want to be seeing things that drives me mad like I tried to play Resident Evil once and that was a mistake partially because I'm a massive chicken (laughs) (laughs) and it's terrifying Uh, but mostly because I kept actually finding myself like leaning across the bed trying to see around a corner because I'm like I don't like this angle just getting really frustrated but then I don't think I could be trusted to control the camera angle like some Mm. games allow you to (laughs) Mm. fuck that up (laughs) Tomb Raider was like that but I I got annoyed with the early like the first rounds of Tomb Raider on a PlayStation, um, when you'd get stuck and the camera would would jam, and you're like, for crying out loud. And then she'd die, and I'd start hurling abuse at her, like, you big-breasted tart, what you do that for, and stuff. <laughs> but um, I always had that problem with camera angles and stuff, but it got, it, it's got so much better. Mm. Oh, it definitely has. I mean, you go, you try to go back and uh, play Super Mario 64 now, and I mean, it's still, it's still great, but... The camera is so archaic, and it's really hard to uh, set it just how you want for mm. some particularly nasty jumps in that game. And and yeah. uh, like ba- Banjo Kazooie as well. That's one of my favorite 3D <laughs> platforms of all time. But again, the camera can be a pain to deal with, and that's not something you have to worry about when you're playing a 2D platformer. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Who was the Oh, no, uh, um, I've been I've been uh, really falling in love with a uh, new 2D platformer that just came out recently called Shovel Knight. Uh, it's a really, really great little indie game that's kind of, uh, it's made based on, you know, the old platform games we all used to play, like uh, Mega Man, Mario, uh, Ninja Gaiden. It's kind of like a mishmash of all those, and uh, I definitely recommend, I just reviewed it, actually. It's for Wii U, 3DS, and Steam, and uh, if you get a chance to play it, it's 15 bucks and worth every single penny. Hmm. I want to get more into games, I think, because mm. my biggest mistake was quite recently thinking, I'm going to try some games, but I don't want to play any of this new shit that my husband's bought because it looks complicated. I'll try an uh, old I'll try an old game. So Rich downloaded on the... It was either the Xbox or the PS Network. Um, the uh, Turtles Arcade game, and I was like, boom, I can do this. Instant, oh, nice. instant death. I was like, oh, shit, this is hard. I love that game. So hard. Like, I was dead almost instantly, repeatedly. My my brother was very generous to me because he used to... He lives in Norwich, which is not far from me, but he used to work and live in Leamington Spa, which Mm -hmm. is quite away. Um, So he would have, like, doubles of stuff, so he'd have extra TVs. He'd have another Xbox 360. And then when he left that job and he came home again, he had a, a spare... So he brought it round to me, said I wondered if you might like it. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't <laughs> mind having it. Free, thanks. Um, I don't get a lot of time to play it all the time. I go through moments of, I'm going to play lots of computer games now, and then I'll go through moments of not at all. Mm-hmm. But I got for it um, Tomb Raider. when they, and I, f- I forget what the title actually is, but it's when they rebooted it. and no, it's, just, it's just Tomb Raider. It is, isn't it? And she's, yeah. she's younger and... But, you know, and I've never had a... three. I had the Xbox, and I loved that. And I got the 360, and I got Tomb Raider 4, and I just thought, visually, it was fantastic. And the gameplay is Oh, really I love good. that game. Yeah, but when when the wolves attack me, it really pisses me off, because I can't pull arrows to shoot the bastards quickly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I managed well, to do they, it. Uh, they did a great job rebooting that series. I, I, I had kind of thought Tomb Raider had become pretty stale, and, mm. and kind of just uh, really had lost its way, and, and I kind of... The series just kind of fell off my radar... 
and then they rebooted it, and wow, that the reboot's fantastic. Yeah, I haven't finished it. I'm still. I'm like, it's one of those things. I stop playing. I'll go. Mm. I will go back to it and play more because it's the storyline and everything and how you play it's really good so and I, I quite like see that. you're already beating me at video games because I think the last game I played that I completed may have been Guitar Hero <laughs> hey you is... know what whatever you play doesn't matter it's uh, as long as you enjoy it oh yeah I love Guitar Hero as well well that's because I've got designs of being a super famous person in a band but I'm, I can't play okay. any instruments and I'm a passable singer <laughs> so it's not going mean, to actually I, happen I play guitar but I find Guitar Hero can be quite oh jeez my hand won't stretch that yeah. far to that one of the things that one of the other things I had on my list of things to do before I was 30 was to complete every song on guitar on the first Guitar Hero on hard because mm. um, experts too, it's too hard yeah. and, uh, and I must have played uh, is it Texas Flood yeah. about 56 times in one right. evening just to get the five star on that and by the end of it I was like I never want to hear this song again <laughs> it's just oh uh, yeah I don't blame you but I did it I, I completed it I got the world tour version for mm. the um, oh, for the yeah. Wii because I think it was by many it was dubbed as like the best version and I have to admit it is awesome it's got some great songs not completed it mm. and every now and then I'll go back to it yeah I do I do like it that rock band's Better though, is it? Yeah, I think so. No, I, I think so too. Yeah, really I'm, I'm more of a uh, Japanese rhythm game guy with myself. I love music games, but uh, I used to be a really big uh, DDR player, mm. and mm-hmm. uh, I'd go to the arcades and play DDR all the time. And I got really heavily involved in the uh, tournament community in Southern California and Los Angeles. So I would play in all these tournaments, and I was one of those people who would be like, you'd see in the arcade just playing these crazy, you know, high-level songs and just, like, sweat everywhere. <laughs> like, the most disgusting thing. Sexy. But, uh, but, it, but it kept me in, in shape. Now, of course, uh, you know, I, then I grew up and went to college and got a job, and, and DDR machines became very rare, so I don't play anymore, and I got out of shape. So it, it was a great thing to keep me in shape, but uh, I, it, it's a lot of fun. You just have to not care about being, you know, looking really goofy in front of all these people. It's just like that with Just Dance. I yeah. love Just Dance, Just but Dance. I have... I have The problem with me is that my living room is full of action figures and stuff mm. that uh, if you're playing Just Dance a little bit too vigorously, you are liable to either punch someone in the face or knock a whole <laughs> load of shit over, which I have done frequently. Well, because <laughs> I still live at home, I can't afford to move out yet. Um, I, unless I put the Wii in, in the lounge in our front room, I generally have to play Just Dance in my bedroom. There is not a lot of room, so I have to clear a floor space between my bed and the wardrobe and open the wardrobe door so I don't smash the mirror. Right. And uh, twist the TV to face me and I'll play it there. But it's, it, I've got, I think, the first three and I've got the Michael Jackson Experience game. Mm. And okay. all very, Just Dance is better than the Michael Jackson one. But, and with the Michael Jackson one, you can either do like a simple version or you can do the full on choreographed yes. version I want to which play is that. insane no, that sounds which is what you have to do when you're playing Michael Jackson you do, do yeah. like for the thriller yeah. stuff and all that And but it's such a good workout for, and it's so much fun yeah. and you and you pick the songs obviously that you like um, but I, I sometimes do that and then I just go and sit down and have to say yeah just be playing just us do you ever uh, do you ever find though because um, Rich has got Dance Central as well and I adore that game on the Connect Dance Central's Wicked. great my, uh, my fiance plays that and she's amazing at it <laughs> 
<laughs> well, see, yeah. I am not like very coordinated, <laughs> okay. but um, I absolutely adore the song "Poison" by Belle Biv DeVoe, and that's on there. But now I find that like whenever I'm at like a party or something, and that song comes on, I will start doing the routine, and then I'm like, oh shit, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> what really? am I doing? Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes if I can remember the routines, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Well, this one's got really memorable bits because they're like there's like a bit where it says you, you can't trust a big butt and a smile, and he does this, like butt wiggle and points at his smiley face, and I'm just like rocking that on a dance floor like a twat awesome <laughs> no I, I can't play it to save my life I, I've played uh, you know versus mode with my fiance quite a few times and she always just floors me and and uh, but she's she's a great dancer anyway so it makes sense well that's the not DR, fair the and is not at all like real dancing don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise DR is not dancing, even though it's called Dance Dance Revolution. I love it's, the idea that you would go to a club and just start hopping around. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, be basically smashing arrows, and that, that does not count as dancing. But that's okay, because it's fun in its own way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They um, they did that sort of on the GameCube, the Mario version of yeah. it. That, oh, yeah, that was so DR much fun. Mario mix. Yeah, that was I actually wicked. never played that one. Oh, I love the idea, because you sort of had dance battles like against Bowser. Yeah, I love the idea, but... <laughs> But right. in this world that they live in, they're like, look, I'm sick of fighting. We've been fighting all this time and nobody ever wins. Dance off yeah, now. Let's do a dance <laughs> off. Yeah, they really yeah. They, uh, have a lot of different outlets for their rivalries because they've, they've got, uh, they, they, of course, racing carts, they play golf, they play basketball, you know, they play tennis. I mean, they really, they, they fill their time with a lot of things in the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm not really sure how they do it. Yeah. But no plumbing. No. But no plumbing. Yeah, not since the original <laughs> Mario Brothers. No, no actual plumbing. <laughs> Oh, imagine if they just released a like Mario plumbing game. Would anybody play that? <laughs> Pro, you know, if if they if they did it right with the uh, with the Wii U gamepad and, and some of the motion control stuff, so they, people probably would. Honestly, <laughs> yes, I probably would because it's probably about the only game I could handle. <laughs> have you have you heard anything about this new Mario Maker game they announced at uh, E3 this year? No. Yeah, there it's it's for the Wii U. It's going to come out next year, and you actually get to make your own Mario levels. Oh, God, be cool. You yeah, can uh, design design your own levels and share them online with uh, you know other people, and uh, it was pretty cool. I am um, with me then. If I could like create an entire Mario game, it would involve cutting out all the underwater levels. Oh, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the uh, swimming levels. Not, huh? No, I could not control Mario underwater for some reason, so I was constantly okay. getting eaten by fish. Oh, I was fine with it. I used to have the Sega Master System, so I had. Um... Was it Alec the Kid or something like that? Oh, Al- Alex Kid, yeah. Yeah, I used to have that and Alex Kid Ninja, mm-hmm. and it's it was basically their, their sort of version of um, Mario and stuff. But that was awesome. I used to yeah. love that. Oh, yeah. I always felt bad for Alex Kid just because he was kind of uh, Sega's mascot before Sonic moved in and took over, took over. and then Alex Kid was very quickly forgotten. <laughs> yeah, that's a shame because you don't hear anything about him. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of depressing because I actually uh, one of the uh, one of the books I was. Uh, one of my biggest proje- projects, I should say, over at Udon Entertainment, which is uh, my employer right now, was the uh, history of Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's like a giant, just like 300-page, something 400-page tome on the history of, of course, the game and the character. And mm-hmm. uh, the, the history of the character part, it briefly mentioned Alex Kidd for a while and how he used to be important to Sega and then just was promptly just discarded. And it's, it's, it's a little sad. I remember being really distressed when I was younger. This is a really sad story. Um, Did you ever watch the Sonic 
cartoon that was on oh, for yeah. a little while. I, yeah. I like yeah. the Saturday morning one is one I liked. I didn't like the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. I can't remember which one it was I was watching, but there was an episode where Tails got kidnapped and I properly cried, like properly, yeah. openly wept. And my mum was like, we've got to turn this off. She's not going to stop crying. Because I was nice. like, no, Tails is infinitely better than Sonic. <laughs> I just like had a mental breakdown. Tails gets a bum rap. I, I've always liked Tails. I, I've always thought he was really cool and people are just like, no, Tails sucks. It's all about Sonic and Knuckles. I'm like, no, you know, no. Tails, Tails... You forget about great. Tails, but he's awesome. I keep trying to get people to call me Tails, as in Stacey Taylor. It's close, but no, it's not catching on. Nobody's no, not it. happening? No, can't Nobody's imagine why. Okay. I don't think you're allowed to give yourself a nickname, to be honest. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I recently bought a game for the NES... OMG. Um, I love my NES. I so love my NES. Um, which oh, was a game that I was addicted to when I was younger, and I don't, like, nobody else seems to have ever heard of this game aside from me and my family. It's called Diggity Rock. You ever play that? No. No, I've never heard of it. It's awful. NES, like, it's awful, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Basically, you play this little kid explorer type guy, and you're in each of the levels is a different cavern. And at the start of the level, there's like a button thing that you press that opens a door, and mm. you've got to get to this door before it shuts otherwise you have to go all the way back to the start open it again and hightail it back to the door I can't get past cavern one anymore <laughs> really yeah it's really hard I am um, I did cavern one but that's literally just press button walk to door yeah. like it's right there because it's it's basically showing you what happens cavern two just death all over the place or not finding the door or a t-rex ate me which i think was pretty unfair well, if you're gonna die that's a pretty nifty way to go you're supposed to that's throw true. dynamite at it and i'm thinking that's a really risky business <laughs> throwing dynamite at a t-rex you might want to relocate it's not like it'll be able to catch it though because it's got tiny hands and arms that's true like, oh damn it i mean to be fair what, most days when i wake up the first thing i think is man i really wish i could throw dynamite at a t-rex today <laughs> Just nab a copy of Digger T-Rock and, uh, and then I'll apologise to you for forcing you to play it it's terrible. But it's, it was like my favourite game when I was a kid and I remember completing it and I don't know why I can't do it anymore. I just I remember at that time because Inez had just come out and then Sega came out with Master System and then Master System 2 which is the one I got. And I just I never mum and dad would never buy me or my brother Nintendo. We, did, we, oh, we, were, yeah. we were a straight Nintendo family. We no. were. My sister had I think she had a Mega Drive. Was that the one that was a Genesis in America? It yeah. may have been, yeah, I yeah, because I yeah. had a Mega Drive. My yeah. sister had a Mega Drive, so I inherited her NES and SNES. Yeah. But um, if I could prize my nan off it... <sighs> no, we, we had the Amstrad CPC 464, and that was quite the thing to have in oh, the yeah. 80s. That That's was a lot of things I didn't understand. You know, uh, that was what it was called, and you had a box full of Amsoft cassette tapes, which were the games, and oh, they yeah. were pretty awesome. And then um, I bought, a, my brother and I got this Barbarian game, um, it was just a fighting game with a barbarian, a big sword. And my favourite move basically was doing um, a spin and cutting the head off. My brother was really pissed off because that's all I did because he couldn't block it. <laughs> and this little turtle guy would just trundle on and grab your legs and kick your head along the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I loved that. But yeah, I we was, never that. Oh, I was always more of a uh, Nintendo guy. I mean, I, I did grow up with both, but I, I definitely had more Nintendo related stuff. I never had as many games for my Genesis or Mega Drive uh, and uh, yeah I don't know I just always was more of a Nintendo kid growing up but I also remember I mean back when you were that age like in grade school you know battle lines are drawn you had to pick a side like mm, you know true. like it, during recess like that was like the big rivalry everyone talked about you were either in, like team Nintendo or team Sega and mm. that was it you could not be both yeah and and that was like that was like the great 
battle rivalry for kids, you know, my age back then. Mm-hmm. I was always slightly sad though because my friend had a Nintendo and they had uh, was it Duck Hunt? I love oh, yeah. Duck Hunt and I love Duck Hunt. That dog's a dick though. I always wanted to sh- just relentlessly just laughing in your Always face. wanted to shoot yeah. him. We had a Duck Hunt tournament um, not long ago, and I was nice. kicking everybody's asses on the ducks. Failed miserably at the clay pigeon shooting though. Crap. That was always harder. Yeah. Um, so I ended up losing the tournament yeah. overall. Yeah, <laughs> just right. rubbish. I do. Not I think fair. because of Duck Hunt, I just I love shooting games. So I love things like Resident Evil, and I will purposely play them at night with all the lights no, switched off. Terrifying. I remember it took me ages to get to the get the controls down on that as well. So like for a right. little while, I'd be stuck in a corner going, yeah. "How do I get out?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I never got into Resident Evil as much. I was I'm more of a Silent Hill fan. I mean, the the, the series sucks now, but the first three Silent Hill games, those are the games that I would go and like play in the middle of the night lights off by myself and they're absolutely terrifying and yeah, uh, yeah Resident Evil I mean, it, it's fun and I mean you know who doesn't love a good zombie but my issues with, with the uh, Resident Evil games is that they uh, they almost invariably involve some sort of giant tarantula like spiders mm. and I am terrified of spiders to the point where yeah. even when I see them on TV or in a game I just can't handle it I can't deal mm. with it so yeah, yeah I'm so not good games I just yeah I'm not good with spiders and I can't like it depends it depends what it's how realistic it looks like so because for me for like for example harry potter and that big fucking massive one in chamber yeah. of secrets mm-mm, not having that because that looks yeah. really real that looks like, really real <laughs> no i can't deal with that and like uh Horrendous. I, I haven't seen the second hobbit movie yet but when i do i've got to no. go with my fiance because Ooh. she's mm. gonna warn me when the the giant spiders on yeah. screen because i can't uh, no. Yeah, they are quite no. horrendous. But then, for example, arachnophobia, like all the real spiders that are like, I'm going to just roll into your slipper, I hate. Oh. But the big one at the end that's clearly animatronic is mm. laughably funny. Like, I can deal with that totally. I think I have to blame right. arachnophobia for my then sudden I don't like spiders at all. I'm quite scared they might jump on me. And there's only very few spiders that actually jump, but I swear they're all thinking about doing it. Yeah, oh, I know. I d- I don't trust spiders. Why used, do you need that many eyes? What well, I used to be fine being able to... Oh, it's just a spider. Let's scoop that in my hand. <laughs> throw it out. And now it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, and it's And even the ones I know that can't hurt me. I don't know what it is. I just have this innate, just raw fear. Oh, yeah, yeah see, I you're can't. see, it's not too bad for you because you live in a place where there might be dangerous spiders. <laughs> I live in a place yeah. where the biggest spider's about the size of, like, I don't know, a penny. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and I shit myself. I hate we have them. a few because I, where I live, is right in the country and onto woods, so we get some rather lovely larger size ones, and they just crawl along. Oh, yeah, because my bed is up against the my bedroom wall by my window, so I'm just happily watching telly or reading something, and I notice something at the corner of my eye is moving. Like what the uh-huh. fuck? Yeah. Big old black with the weird like white webbing on their back pattern. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Nah. Nope. And no. have to get a, sometimes get a glass and Make stick a piece of card and get rid of it. Or if it's on the floor, where's a heavy boot? <laughs> See, I'm so scared of spiders, I can't get close enough to kill or catch them. Yeah. I have to, like, three tube settings on the hoover, get say, it from afar. The amount of friends I know that just get a hoover and suck them in. It's like they, they could probably get out again. No, I leave the vac on for, like, ten minutes afterwards. <laughs> Well, I, I have to pretend like I am because my fiance is even more scared than I am. So I have to, you know, of course, play like I'm fine with them. But I, I hate getting close to them, even just mm. to, even like when I have to like pick one up, even if it's a small one, I'll get like five tissue papers or even more, just so I don't have to feel it. Just so I don't have to, just so I know that it's just I, I can't feel anything, and I just flush it down the toilet and I'm done. You're still braver than me. I would not. No. No, because this person said to me, oh, I've got a trench, I've written a lot. No, fuck no. off. No. <laughs> 
not. Just no. no. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I could never have like a pet tarantula. I, no. I, uh, what do you like... do with a pet tarantula? Like that's what I don't understand. Like a cat, you can pet a dog. Yeah. You can pet. I mean, I'm scared of dogs, yeah. but I understand dogs yeah. as pets. Right. But oh, well, I, yeah, and I, I love dogs too. But I mean, you can't really. Pet, I guess you can pet a tarantula. I I, I never would. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I even like. I, I Why would you that, want to? Uh, that scene in Home Alone, the original Home Alone, where the uh, tarantula oh, no. crawls across Marv's face, and I just oh. I still can't watch that because I'm just no. like, if that no. happened to me, I would. Pass I'd right the fuck throw out. up. I would probably throw up. <laughs> it's it's like those films, like in Indiana Jones, we got them all crawling up the back, and everything's like. Mm. Oh. I feel no. sorry for that actor or actress who has to have that done to them. Yep. But it's like in Australia, they have like huge big spiders. I'm never going to Australia. And they have the, I saw Ever. this thing once where they had a big black spider up on the ceiling. This is just a house spider. It's like the size of your hand. Yeah. And it's big, yeah, black, no. and furry. How is that no. just a house spider? No, I have no reason to ever go to Australia given that, given their spider population. Situation, there. yeah. And the snakes yeah. that's poisonous. We just have the adder and they very rarely come out to play. I think England is the perfect place for me because the weather isn't too extreme, the animals aren't very extreme. It's, it's like, all good. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I although. Actually, I lived in London for about a month and a half when my, uh, my then girlfriend, now fiance, was uh, studying abroad. And we we lived in London for about a month and a half, and uh, or I did, and she she was there longer, and we just traveled around Europe. But London was great. I mean, uh, we really enjoyed it there. I, I personally love cold, rainy weather, so I was in heaven. And, uh, and I got to say, I, I hate public transit, but uh, London does it really well. I I I mean, of course, living in Los Angeles, I it's, it's a driving city, so that's great for me. But yeah. that was the one place I think I've I've been even, and I, I've been to Japan, and I can say that I think. London might be the only place where I actually enjoyed using public transit. I actually don't mind it when I'm in London visiting. It is, I hate London. It is, I, I, only, I, would, I couldn't live or work there. It's too, really? it's, it's too much. There's too many people. It's too crowded. I think it's because yeah. I've lived in a country area since I was about three. I was born in Crawley, which is just outside of London. It's near Gatwick Airport. Um, but we moved to, out towards the country, and, that, and I like that life. It's quiet. It's a bit slower. Mm. You go to London and it's just mental. Yeah. And I don't always yeah. feel... It is safe, but I don't always feel safe. Yeah. Sure. Basically. Well, I, so. I know I didn't. I, we were we were based in Harleston, which isn't exactly the nicest area of London, so mm. we uh, I didn't I didn't always feel safe. I don't always even feel safe in Norwich. If I, I used to stay at my brother's place, his old place, and when someone down the road would shut their door with a bang, it just shook the entire row of houses and their windows. Nice. Freaked me out. I don't entirely feel safe ever, but that's mostly because I'm so scared of everything that's not other human beings. Uh-huh. I'm pretty much like, oh my god, there's a dog in the street. Shit, run! Like- uh, yeah, I, I, I love dogs. I, I definitely, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think they're big and fluffy and adorable. I mean, there of course there are ones that are scary, but, hmm. but uh, no, dogs are dogs are awesome. Yeah, I'm I a little creeped out by cats, though. I feel like cats are always scheming something. They are they suspicious. Are scheming. They, yeah, yeah. My two of my best friends would disagree and say that cats are awesome and better than dogs, and I vehemently disagree because I you have can't two dogs. Tell what a and cat's awesome. thinking. Cats, yeah. dogs are very obvious. They're yeah. like, hello, I want to play. Lick. I You're love like, you. Right. Make fuss of me. Give me food. Dogs, awesome. Cats, you may pet me. <laughs> I yeah. own you, not the other way around. Right. Yeah. You may now. Now, where's my food? Yes, you yeah. may tickle my ear. <laughs> Now don't come near me. Right. <laughs> and then they'll very, swipe very at you moody. if you do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Very temperamental. I can't be dealing with that. I love yeah. my my two dogs are terrific. 
And if Stace wasn't absolutely petrified of dogs, she'd agree. I'm uh, sure I would. I think dogs are very cute, but yeah, I would shit myself really? in your house. I think yeah. I'm just I can't. I don't know what it is either because I've never been bitten or anything. Like and and we had a dog when I was growing up and he was so old he could barely move let alone bite or anything like he was so docile it was ridiculous but I don't know I just became really suspicious of dogs uh, don't know why the thing is my two are so soft they're probably two of the most perfect dogs you'd want to meet to, to meet dogs and say oh they're not that bad actually mm. um, because they are so soft Flynn my, my eldest he's seven now we rescued a dog um, after one of our others died um, and we shouldn't have gone done so soon because Flynn was in mourning and he was depressed and this young dog came in and he tried to be the alpha. Flynn did not like that and it flipped the switch and he went a bit batshit crazy. Jeez. And he got a bit bit angry and so we had to take this dog back um, because we just it wasn't safe. For right, right. Um, but he got You're not selling me. No, but he got, no, but <laughs> Flynn calmed right down. He's been a lot better. We took him back to dog training school and worked with a trainer and everything to stop this mm. aggression um, you know, to other dogs. And we're just very aware if a dog's coming towards, we put him on a lead, and he's more than happy to go on a lead. And he generally doesn't do anything. But if you, if you've, you feel tense yourself, he'll pick yeah. that up, and he'll be tense, and he'll be on alert. Mm. But we sure. got Bonnie a little while later, because it suggested we get a bitch. And they're brilliant together. Really? Absolutely brilliant. And she's, she's adorable. She loves me. See, you can say that yeah. as much as you like, but I'm frightened of puppies. <laughs> frightened of puppies. I mean, I mean, puppies are like. Uh, what if yeah. it wants to eat my face? That's it what won't. you're not considering. No, it won't. <laughs> Flynn and Bonnie were both uh, just the most gorgeous puppies. Mm. And, and they only ever want to eat your face with their tongue. Yeah. It's not, painful, so. <laughs> it's not. And Bonnie is a real lick a lot. And, and Flynn is, especially with hands and stuff, but Bonnie's a real lick a lot. Mm. And so soft and soppy. Oh, puppies are one of my favorite things in the world. I, I just, I love them. Yeah, me too. I can't resist going over and petting a puppy if I see it. I wish I liked dogs. I really do, because some of them are totally super cute. But yeah. I don't know. I always just feel like they're they're just ready to attack. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm completely biased, but my two are gorgeous. I mean, people think that Flynn is beautiful and he's a male, and that really angers my dad. He's not beautiful. You can say handsome. <laughs> you can say that Can Bonnie a dog be handsome? Oh, he's handsome. He's gorgeous. He's, a, re- he's a red and white... Um, red male border collie and he's got one brown eye one greeny grey actually it's one blue one greeny grey whereas oh, Bonnie's a blue cute. male oh she's adorable and Bonnie's a blue male but she's got two brown eyes but she's so much thinner than Flynn yeah as well. something about bitches they're just a lot smaller well if, 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 if anything I've learned that you have to be afraid of uh, other people too because I uh, <laughs> one of my one of my favourite probably my favourite comedy of all time is Hot Fuzz and that yeah. whole movie, yeah, <laughs> that whole movie takes place in, in a nice, you know, quaint little, uh, you know, uh, English village. But all the people there are batshit crazy, and, and they're much <laughs> scarier than any dog I've ever encountered. So I think I think it's the dogs you have to, or the uh, people you have to be worried about. I was gonna say, you're trying to make me scared of the one thing I'm not scared of. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does come down. To do. no. I mean, sometimes there there are there are dogs that are just a little bit loose in the head, but. Uh-huh. Overall, it's generally the the owners. If they're mm. shit owners, yeah, then it's the that's where the problem is. No, I actually was attacked by a dog when I was a kid, and for Ugh. some reason, but it, it didn't it didn't stay with me as a, as fear mm. uh, of, of dogs in general. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. yeah. Well, this has uh, been a lot of fun, you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's Absolutely. been great. I can't believe we've done forty five minutes oh, already. It doesn't feel like it, does it? 
not no, at all. I'll have quick. to um, I'll have to pounce on you to come back on the show proper at some stage. Yeah, um, anytime. Because that would be nice. Because we barely spoke yeah. about video games at all. I know, well, I know, and I would have been happy to talk about him for uh, you know the full three hours if uh, I hadn't gotten you know my work schedule derail a little. <laughs> to be fair, your work does sound awesome though, so I'd really you know I'd yeah. I'd sod this off for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Chatted but uh, any time I'd love to come back. Brilliant. Awesome. Um, well, I'll probably be in touch then. So um, have a have a delightful tournament thing con thing that you're doing yeah <laughs> i'm gonna blatantly stalk you on instagram anyway and see who wins what oh yeah but- <laughs> yeah, yeah should no uh and, and yeah if, uh anyone who wants to follow me i'm, I'm just i'm boring my, my instagram and twitter name is uh, ash paulson which is just my name which is a a-s-h-p-a-u-l-s-e-n i'm just kind of boring that way but yeah i just uh i talk about uh gaming stuff all the time and post lots of cool pictures i apologize in advance i'm a huge smash brothers nerd and i, I post a new picture from the, the upcoming smash brothers games every day so you nice. know you be prepared Brilliant. for that but other than that uh, it's a lot of fun cool excellent well thank you ever so much for taking the time to join us i know it was um awkward but <laughs> oh, it was great I had, a, I had a great time and i uh hope to do it again soon Lovely. excellent thanks, thanks very Ash. much uh, and and uh, thanks and good luck uh, making your goal for uh, Operation Smile. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Terrified. <laughs> I need to do a look actually and see how, see how well we're doing with the dosh uh, in a bit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll speak to you soon. All right, okay. talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, he was oh, nice, wasn't he? He's lovely. lovely. I am. Um, was a bit scared about talking to him because I thought. It, I don't want to come off as a crazy person talking about the turtles and knowing who his dad, dad is. is yeah. <laughs> and I also thought, don't mention his dad. Just don't mention his dad. Uh, I think I did quite well. I thought you did pretty well. Shit. I'm, I'm sure he would have been fine. £325. Hey, hey, look at that. Holy mother of pearl. There you go. Halfway there. I'm going to go put this on charge. Halfway there. Ah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, guys. Nice. I'm going to pounce on her now. Cool. My iPad's down to like 7%, so I better... Oh, dear. Bung it on charge for a little bit. She's not answering it. Tell her to stop it. Pick up. Brenda. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sure she hasn't forgotten this. Well, no, she's on, she's on Skype, but the thing is, she's had her status thingy set as casting for quite a while so i don't uh, know whether she's actually podcasting with somebody else maybe um so anyway <laughs> uh let's give out the details for the uh just giving page again shall we yes it's, do that uh forward slash spcp i wonder if this will work if she calls me let's find out hello Hello. You're all right, my dear. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're all right there. I've never used Skype on my phone, so I it's, it's cutting in and out a little bit, though. So uh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. there's an echo. That's excellent. <laughs> this is already off to a brilliant start. Doing well. Yeah. Doing well. It's <laughs> an experiment. I've never used the, the mobile Skype before. I'm always, you know... Serious podcaster with a serious microphone and head, headphones and whatnot. <laughs> so, 
seems very lazy to me just using my phone, but maybe it's the wave of the future. Who knows? <laughs> it's oh, not on the go. Wow, ridiculous. <laughs> Are you up to well, something uh, exciting? Um, no. <laughs> How yard work is exciting. Uh, but I am showing solidarity with your uh, charity drive by only getting three hours of sleep today, so... Oh wow, Aww. that's that's impressive. We'll all be exhausted. <laughs> Yay! Hooray! <laughs> Spreading the tiredness across the globe. I got up at four a.m. I think, and it's what you've been doing at what 12, 12 hours now podcasting. Ten. Is it ten? 10 yeah, ten? I've been keeping track. <laughs> yeah, it it yeah. comes up on the little. Uh, I've just realised. I've just noticed it there because I was really sad earlier oh, yeah. when it hadn't hit double figures yet. I was like, shit. <laughs> To be fair, we're almost halfway there. We are, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Only another 14 to go. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> it is all your fault, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I dragged you into this mess. <laughs> I had to say yes, didn't I? <laughs> I did a, um, a 24-hour like uh, walking relay. A couple of weeks ago, Oof. and you know, six six hours in, you're like, "Yay, we're walking and raising money for charity!" And then ten hours in, I was like, "I'm going to kill everyone here." Like, okay, <laughs> let's go home. <laughs> there was no, "Yay, we're halfway done." It was like, "Oh my God, we're only halfway done." <laughs> Twelve hours of walking to do. Yeah, that sounds horrendous. I don't think I could do it that. It just helped that it started at night. It started at like six p.m. You know, as the sun was was setting and about an hour in started torrential rain Oof. for about an hour <laughs> and um, uh. and then of course the sunset so nobody so everyone was just soaked for the entire night through because you know the sun didn't come back out to dry up mm. you know those stuff so that was miserable through the for the night <laughs> but um <laughs> but I only brought that on myself by volunteering to walk <laughs> And not check weather report, so that was my fault. Oh dear, I can't imagine anything worse, worse than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, when I was trying to come up with an idea of what to do for a fundraising event, a load of people were like, "What about a walk or a, or a run or something?" And I was like, "No, yeah. <laughs> it just seems too hard. It's just too much effort." Yeah. At least here we could just, just like we can see five k. Five k takes you like. 40 minutes and you're done and that's fine but that's true i did a half a half marathon once just to do a half marathon and it was only half of a marathon it wasn't an entire marathon and i was so miserable it was (laughs) alternately it was like hot and rainy and cold at the same time i don't even know how that happened (laughs) very early in the morning you have to get up at like three four in the morning to prepare and then you have to go stand in line to run and it was just awful I'll, I'll never do a marathon again just because of the whole standing in line waiting to run part that was the worst part of ever experience in terms of a charity whatever was just standing there at like 5 a.m in little they have like little corrals they line you up according to your number you know that you wear on your bib and so I'm a very slow runner so I started really really far back in the race so my husband was at a different corral than I was mm-hmm like literally a half mile down the street in a different cor- in a different corral, and we had to stand there separated for like three hours. <laughs> we oh. 
Oh man! Don't ever do a marathon if you don't have patience for that sort of nonsense. I just don't. I don't think I'll. <laughs> I, bad, I don't think I'll. At least you feel like you've earned, you know, the money that you've raised. I suppose. I do feel slightly lazy right now because literally all I'm doing is sitting and talking. Oh. It's like I do that every day. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to find something to talk about for um, 24 hours, though. Yeah, we just we <laughs> discovered that. Like three hours in. Yeah, but I saw I saw today. I guess I I've never been. You do the tweets with all the the participants, and I guess I've just never been included in a tweet. I, I never saw that. Like you, you're interviewing Jamal Eigel and um. Oh my gosh, um, he was so Paul much. Paul he was delightful, wasn't he? And I was like, wow. So you really went all out for the podcast. <laughs> like me and Luke and a bunch of other friends. No, do you know what the worst one's going to be? Seven, seven o'clock tomorrow morning, is it? Uh, 7.30, something like that. So that'll be at our hour 21 or something. Adam Hughes. (laughs) 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 Well, the thing was, because of the time difference, that was the best time for him. And I thought, that's Uh, fine. And then afterwards, I emailed him and I was like, dude, I apologise in advance. I don't know what state I'm going to be in at this point. I'm going to be very sleep deprived and possibly hipped up on Skittles. And it doesn't help that we're both like super fans of his. Yeah. So we're going to be so extra, we're going to be drooling, like, drooling. And, and not just because we've been up and- <laughs> It's going to be a mess. Yeah. And that bit everybody should tune in for, I think. Yeah. And then we'll probably just go and shyly meet him at Thought Bubble later oh, in the year. I already met him once, but I um I went up with my book of the cover run stuff, and he he'd already signed about twenty five books from the one guy in front of me. So I just walked up quite happily, and I went up oh, just one for me. So he wrote his name in it, and I left, and I was like, shit, <laughs> worst meeting of a person ever. Oh, my mum's taking photos. <laughs> My mum's just appeared and she's taking photos. She's recording it. I hope you're going to tweet it, mum. Your PR person? Is she in charge of publicity? No, she's in charge of cake. (laughs) Yeah, we have Battenberg. Awesome. We haven't actually had dinner yet. We should sort that out. We should probably order that next point, maybe. I know. It's hard to try and, like, time it so that you're not, like, stuffing your face with food when people are on, but. If we do that, oh, we're, we're talking to other people we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's slightly they, better. They won't mind as much because we've actually eaten meals with them face to face. That's true. So <laughs> that is true. They won't tell mind. Tell that really, really long story that takes a really long time to tell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> I'm just going to inhale this pizza. Just entertain everyone. <laughs> it's very funny. You do all the talking. Let me eat. <laughs> just eat. Yeah, um, you carry on. <laughs> I guess I do, you know what do you this might seem like a stupid question but uh, do they actually no I swear I've read a blog before where someone said they could not get pizza delivered in London but do they what like what deliver what takeout can you get like sitting there what what will come to the house because the neighborhood I live in in particular not even the Chinese restaurants will deliver no one delivers really food. it's such a strange like vortex of <laughs> no one wanting to go anywhere so you have to go pick it up but I, I, I didn't know I don't know in England England's like a bit bizarre thing. in the sense that there's a lot of places that specialise only in takeaway mm. um, so they will deliver to you or you just go and pick up the food and leave you don't sit and eat there um, but like those pla- of those places they're very limited to um, to what you can have yeah. so it's like pretty much Italian 
and by that we mean pizza, we don't mean actual proper Italian food, (laughs) Um, Chinese and uh, like fish and chips and that. Mm. Because you pretty much... Oh, an Indian. Indian, yeah, it's a lot of Indians. Yeah, but you you wouldn't be able to like order a burrito and have it delivered or something, would you? No. Which is rubbish. But it also depends what part of, you know, in England, whereabouts you live. Because where I am, there's only one or two local establishments that deliver. Mm. Otherwise you have to order and go pick it up. They don't really do delivery. And if they do, they charge. <laughs> you think, you bastard. Yeah. But a bit rude. It yeah, is a bit. I, I worked at a, a pizza place in, in high school and college, and uh, everyone, you charge a fee for delivery, and everyone always thought that was the tip for the driver. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, that, that pays, like, the insurance to have um, someone out on the street delivering yeah. your food. That was that was the cost of minimum, you know, in case someone gets hit by a car or robbed or something. <laughs> and so it, it was really terrible for the drivers because they, they only got paid. Um, I don't think they do this in other countries. They only do it in this country, and it's idiotic. Um, wait staff makes a different minimum wage than other people, and it's something like $2 an hour because okay. they rely on their tips to make up the rest of their wages mm. so um drivers were also paid that same bizarre wait staff rate so they weren't making the same amount of money per hour that we were making pizzas so if they didn't get tipped on top of you know the fee then they weren't making very good money plus they had to use their own personal car so you were putting all those miles and whatever on your mileage on your car and making it smell like pepperoni for the <laughs> I would not argue with a car that smells like pepperoni. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I probably would. <laughs> it's like my all-time favourite kind of pizza. I Yeah, that'd be fine by me. <laughs> do you reckon they do uh, those yeah, like little car air fresheners that smell like pepperoni? I bet they do. Get one of those. <laughs> I, well, we should. I bet you that we can make them look like little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> And then they could just smell like pizza, and then they would smell like crazy. I've always wondered. That's a really weird thing. I um, I was wondering the other day as I was watching an episode of the Nickelodeon Turtles cartoon, and I was just thinking, why does nobody comment about the smell in their lair? They're living in the sewers. Like April's just like hanging out down there, like do do cool times with my buddies. It's like, mate, you are sitting in shit. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening that you're not bothered by this? But she'll also eat dinner down there with them. It's like yeah. that's not hygiene. You'll eat sewer pizza. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> At least it's not like the pizzas that's... in the '80s cartoon, though, where they used to put like marshmallows and anchovies on that's one true. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I could go for a marshmallow pizza, like a s'mores pizza, graham cracker crust pizza. We uh, we made pizzas once when we had a turtles marathon. We had pizza, savoury pizzas for dinner, and then we made we got like a dough base and we covered it in Nutella. And then we put marshmallows on it and Smarties and we baked it. Uh, Except we misjudged how much marshmallows just straight up melt. So we put too many on there and it became a pile of goo. (laughs) Really sticky, sweet goo. Couldn't have been particularly nice to (laughs) eat. It was lovely. (laughs) uh, uh, Yesterday, um, you mentioned Nutella. Um, uh, They make something called cookie butter and my friends are always talking about how great it is and it always sounds too rich for me. And I actually... um, bothered to look at a jar of cookie butter at the store yesterday and it's like gingerbread flavored i don't know i'm assuming it's like nutella only it's ginger flavored <laughs> so bizarre i was like no that's not for me what if I <laughs> like i'll just either have peanut butter or nutella i'm not gonna 
not going to do cookie butter. And then they had like different, like chunky cookie butter. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is just so, I don't know what it is, but it's something I don't even want to, it's like heroin. I just don't want to start it because it might be really, really good, but it just, it even sounds really, really bad for you. Cookie and butter are just two not, not no, healthy no. things. I, the other day I experienced an Oreo ice cream sandwich oh. and I may have found uh, my new voice. <laughs> They're so amazing. I quite like oh. the, the Ben and Jerry's cookie sandwiches. I don't think I've ever tried one of those. Oh. Basically, though, if you just get yourself you know, an, an ordinary size pot of Ben and Jerry's, and I saw this online somewhere, you just get a sharp knife, just take a slice out. <laughs> Just slice the pot, yeah. take a slice, get two decent large size cookies, slap it between the two of them. Oh my god. But you can buy, I think Tesco have them and you buy them in little packs. That sounds so. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> my mum's just I... produced a packet of double stuff Oreos. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mummy. <laughs> Best mum ever. <laughs> I uh, was watching a tutorial and now I don't know who, who it was some geek site was like, yay, nerd cooking. Um, but they're making for Fourth of July Captain America ice cream sandwiches. Yes. And the first part, the making of the shield, the Captain America shield cookies, was interesting because I was like, well, I don't have that particular recipe to make that particular cookie. Um, but then she got to the ice cream part, and she took an entire carton of ice cream and spooned it out into a um, like a like a cake pan and spread it all out in one layer, and then put it back in freezer to freeze. And then, you know, took it out some hours later and used, like, um, uh, like a biscuit cutter, like a round, you know, like a three-inch round cutter yeah. to cut perfectly, you know, round slices, the sandwich in between the cookies. And then, of course, you have all of the, the ice cream that, you know, like when you do a, a cookie cutout, you have the, I don't know what you call the excess. Yeah, left The excess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I, 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 you, you left like two thirds of the the pint of ice cream just laying in that pan, so you could have perfectly <laughs> formed patties of ice cream for your sandwiches. You're making homemade ice cream sandwiches. Just scoop, scoop some ice cream in between two cookies and call it good. <laughs> what, what you don't see is the uh, is the video short, like where the where the video cuts off is just her crying into that pan, scooping it up and eating it. <laughs> Eating the pan, I, I just was like, what an incredible waste of time and <laughs> ice cream. Just uh, what? Just scoop ice cream. Just give your kids spoons and cookies and just have them figure it out themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a lot of effort to just make pretty. It, that's the only aesthetics is the only thing I could figure for this whole recipe. Was but they just get eaten though. Like mm. ugh, there's so much effort yeah. goes into making nice, perfect food, but it's just going to become poo. So you know. <laughs> That's a very, uh, very grim way of looking well, at it. Well, it's true. Pass for it there. Making a funny noise, a robot noise. Oh. Just wondering oh, no. that. Robots! <laughs> yes. <laughs> you replaced yourself three hours ago with a, a robot. And Shh, don't tell don't anyone. Tell they won't sponsor the charity. <laughs> I, would, I would pay more money to hear robot podcasts. Damn it. <laughs> Why didn't we think of robots? I will hear a robot tell an anecdote about pizza. <laughs> I, make a I just saw a Family Guy episode where Stewie replaced him and Brian with robots whilst they were on some trip. I think it was a Christmas episode. Mm -hmm. 
So we get and Brian's like, what do we do about home? I well, don't worry, I've, I've left robots in charge. And Brian's robot says, uh, Lois, will you book me an appointment to get neutered on Monday? And even all the way up to it, even if I tell you differently, don't let me change my mind. Don't. <laughs> it has to be done. So whatever I say, take me in to get neutered. <laughs> I love I do Steve like, Brian. I do like Family Guy. Yeah. Why did they kill Brian? I mean, he's, still, oh. he's not dead anymore, though, is he? No, they brought him back. I don't know how they did that. I haven't seen it. I didn't see his death. Oof. Mm. Oof, it was gruesome. It's really I gruesome. hand-wringing afterwards. I don't actually watch the show. But then I saw someone got a, like, a rest in peace Brian tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So like, wow, some people have too much money to get, like, hasty, badly thought-out tattoos. Because tattoos are expensive. Yeah. What I don't understand is, don't you have to, like, book appointments for them in advance? Because I've never understood the idea of getting a drunken tattoo. Because as far as I'm aware, I thought you had to sort of plan in advance what you wanted and how long it was going to take. And Well, you, you, there are some places you can walk in and get them done, but generally there is a law saying you cannot tattoo a person who is inebriated. Yeah. But some people probably just ignore that and think, well, that's money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, shiny dollars. <laughs> have, you, have you ever watched the film Fanboys? Um, like, you know, if you if you need a haircut, you make an appointment at a, at a reputable salon with a stylist. You probably have already you know, had your haircut by previously. Who knows what he or she is doing um, and has a clientele and books people around, you know, in her own schedule. Versus the six dollar haircut where you just walk in off the street and they just sort of hack at your head. <laughs> you get you pay for, I guess. And the cheap, fast tattoos are the people who don't have a client base because they're artists. So, I, at um, C2E2 this year, there was a whole section that was just tattoo artists that had been on some tattoo show. Oh really? And all of my friends were like, "I want to look at their, you know, portfolio of tattoos." There's some really impressive stuff with tattoos that I just mm. can't imagine sitting there for. Like, it, it has to have taken hours and hours to do these photorealistic tattoos. Mm. And I just get bored. It is all the going, yeah, going back and forth, get the inks done, go back, get the shading done, go back, get the colouring done. And just See, I really want to get a tattoo, and the one that I... Like, my mind has never changed about what I want, and it's really small and easy, but I'm so frightened. <laughs> I just my problem is I I like the idea of it, but I would just get so bored of it so quickly. I'd I'd regret having it done because I'd mm. want it to be gone or to. See, I don't it. think I would because I've wanted the same tattoo for so long. Because you know how a lot of people like dot around like mm. I'm definitely going to get a Foo Fighters tattoo, and then the following week it's like no, it's going to be Kiss, and then the week after that it's like no, it's going to be Super Mario. It's like calm down, don't get a tattoo. You're fickle. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like for as long as I've wanted a tattoo, it's always been a Super Mario one-up mushroom on yeah. my right shoulder. It's never going to happen, though, because tattoos are scary. A little bit and painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually asked somebody at work who's had a tattoo, and I was like, bearing in mind what you know about me, can I handle a tattoo? And he went, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just not even, didn't even need to think about it. He's like, no, don't do it. You'll hate it. I was like, oh. I was in Orlando last year and went to the Universal Studios um, Horror Night, Halloween Horror Night, mm-hmm. and um, I was on my own for reasons we won't go into. And um, I met this young English couple, and we, I, she had some fantastic ink on the insides of her arms. She had um, Dracula on one arm, and she had Frankenstein's monster on the other, and they were superb, mm. really good. 
And I said to her, nice ink, you know, being with all the terminology. <laughs> and we just started talking. But they, they, when some of them is an actual piece of art, it's different. And then when you see the shows on TV or on Tumblr or something where people have just got really shit mm. ones. So much can go wrong it with the tattoo. It's horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. I hate the ones That's where people what get... That's afraid of is... Yeah. Um, what I would want to get is um, interesting art pieces I've seen from illustrators I know mm. versus, like, I, I don't know what the etiquette is. I don't know if you can take in someone else's art to a, a tattoo artist and be like, can you replicate someone else's creative <laughs> mm. design on my shoulder? Um, but so I have to worry about them being it. able to do it and then yeah. being offended that, like, I didn't want them to do, you know, their own mm. personal... Because uh, a lot of people, um, I know a lot of people who have, like, sleeves. Yeah. And half half of, at least half of the artwork on their on their sleeve, they got either cheap or for free because it, it was, you know, the tattoo artist who was like, I want to ink a manatee today. <laughs> and so they've got things on, you know, in the sleeve that aren't really necessarily things they asked for or wanted or ever thought they'd want. But, mm. you know, I mean, they all look cool. It's all cool things. But it's all things the tattoo artist was like, I feel like drawing the skull today or whatever. And, and so... And it became part of their, you know, whole piece, chess piece or whatever. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know how offended they would be to be like, I don't want any of your art at all. I want, I want my <laughs> I just friend want this. drawing of Dracula. So. <laughs> I, do you know what I've never understood as tattoo thing is people tattooing like pictures of their babies and stuff because mm. i'm like a that's your kid you're always going to have it there you don't need some sort of reminder that it exists yeah. and also be creepy i get it when it's a memorial tattoo completely different and understand that I, st- I still think it's a bit weird there's one there's one i saw that i thought was a fantastic idea and then it was um a dad had tattooed onto him his baby's heartbeat they had like the you know the monitor shows that yeah, yeah? And they'd had that tattooed onto them because I think that their baby had passed away mm. and he'd had that so he'd always have the heartbeat with him which I thought was a fantastic idea <sighs> but then also Be like the film Fanboys the Star Wars film which I love I think it's a brilliant film and um, Seth is it Seth Rogen? let's pretend it is <laughs> I can't remember but he's going on about the tattoos he's got because he's got one side to the force, the other's the dark side. And then on his back, he's got Jar Jar Binks. Because so, obviously it's going to be a really huge, awesome character. And it's just a huge, big back of Jar Jar. And you just... <laughs> no. <laughs> Does anybody in the world like Jar Jar Binks? Mm, no. <laughs> I... I chalk it up to it being sort of an offensive character. It's kind of a racist character. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it just kind of... Yeah, I... Aside from... Like, I think maybe if the if the choice wasn't to include the kind of racist, like, um, patois accent, then maybe <laughs> if we just made him have a voice and not necessarily an accent, then um, he wouldn't have been... Because he was less annoying in the other movies, probably because he was in them less, but... Oh, yeah. I, I think half of it was the voice. I don't know. Mm. And it's it a weird sort of choice. Yeah. like, yeah... I don't think because, Lucas will you know, ever admit being wrong, though. Uh, He's already had a go. So it's they're like they're my movies, not yours. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> this is true. It's like uh, yeah. you can only make but the rest because kids, we like you know, them. <laughs> don't don't have a pro- little. There's a generation of kids who are crazy for the prequels, and then there's a generation of kids who are crazy for everything that's come after the prequels. 
Mm. So there's like a there's a different Star Wars for every generation, and I can't fault him for wanting to do that because it's really cool when you get parents who can relate to their kids about something, even though they're not watching the exact same thing. It's yeah. kind of like those shows that run for like those kid shows that run for forty years, and you're like, hey, I watched that when I was a kid. It's like, hey, I had Star Wars, and it was a huge part of my childhood, and like your kid has new Star Wars. Mm. So I've made my peace with the whole prequel whatever mess i mean i didn't enjoy them but i i've decided they weren't really for me they were for a different generation of star wars fans and that's mm. kind of cool to have a different star wars for every generation and it still be actually in the same universe so i don't have to watch all these cartoons and stuff <laughs> there's so on. many i don't need to because i used to read the books and and the comics and obviously the original trilogy and I collect all of the toys that I like, and, like, that's it. I don't have to watch it all. I don't think... I think that's the beauty of it, is that you don't have to watch all these. Like, I have a friend who swears he loves the prequels, swears he loves all the new stuff, and, like, I guess thinks he, that makes him a bigger, better fan than me. And I'm just like, I, you know what? If you genuinely like those things, good for you. I don't feel I need to watch them because I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't think that makes me a bad fan. Because I certainly have spent enough money and time over the years invested in, like, Star Wars and Star Trek and comics in general and all kinds of other things that I don't need to prove to my own friends, <laughs> my fandom, by watching every single little thing that comes out, so. Did you I, like the, I, sorry, did you, did you like the new Star Trek movies? I did not. My did you not? My husband is insane for them and I don't really like them very much at all. I, I really enjoy them though. <laughs> See, I haven't got... Everyone really likes them and I don't. I haven't like got them. the attachment to the... To the original, the, the classics, yeah. yeah. Like I've, I, I've never seen any of the films, and I've seen very little, as in like about th- three episodes of the show. Yeah. So I've got no real attachment. So I was just like, woohoo, from times in space <laughs> when I went to see it. Um, and I... also Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you're a Star Wars fan, and I'm probably going to get throttled for this, it's more of a Star Warsian interpretation of Star Trek. Mm. I don't think that makes it good. I like Star Wars for its own thing. I don't need a second version of Star Wars, especially something as established as Star Trek. I uh, admittedly watched way more of Next Generation than I ever did the original series. I've Mm. never watched... It's Voyager, right, with Janeway? Yeah, I, that was my favourite. I loved that. <laughs> never have never seen Voyager at all. Yeah. And I, I was like in that weird period where I had I felt I had outgrown Star Trek, so I didn't watch any Star Trek stuff until surprisingly Enterprise started, and then I was mm. all about Enterprise. I just thought that show was great. I know a lot of Star Trek fans hated it. I was not. So, a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were fans, but I don't know why. Like, I went through this weird period where I didn't watch X-Files for, like, three years, and I was like, I'm over it. I don't need to watch this nerdy stuff. I think it was because I was in, like, 11th, 12th grade. You know, I was, yeah. like, 16, 17, 18 years old. I think we all run so away from I, the geekhood. <laughs> yeah, like, you just, you're like, boys, uh, so, uh, or whatever, you know, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Some people got really attached to cats. I don't know. So, <laughs> so you know, like I didn't. I never saw it, and I and I was going through Netflix, and the whole series was on Netflix. And I'm like, well, that's going to be <laughs> some crazy weekend where I just don't get out of bed and watch Voyager from beginning to end, like you know, 20 years after it originally aired. And then I tell everyone how great it is, and they don't 
they don't want to hear it at all. <laughs> so that's going to be a fun weekend. So prepare yourself for that because that's probably going to happen on Facebook. Awesome. <laughs> Those will be uh, updates that weekend. I might be around for that one. I, I, I did yes, love yes. Voyager. But I tried. Hmm, I felt sorry for Enterprise because I didn't think it was particularly brilliant. But I did feel sorry for the way it ended. I think that was unfair to really everyone that was involved. I've no idea. Well, they. End, I think <laughs> I didn't watch it, but from what I've read and, and, and was told, it ended with um, he was captain by then, Captain Riker and Deanna Troy, who was Marissa would have been Riker as well, ending it as like a big hollow, sweet kind of program, as if they were just watching memories of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that just seemed really quite sad <laughs> and a terrible, a really terrible way to end it, um, which was a shame. But I never got on with it really anyway, so I don't really know why I care. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem, though, with stuff that um, when something like Dexter, for example, I love Dexter so much that when it became crap and the ending was rubbish, mm. I was so mad because I'd been so invested. And you do get upset because you're thinking, like, I'd put a lot of time of my life into, you know, following this and giving a shit. And you've just, oh, you've kind of kicked me in the face. What's just, oh, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you realise it's a sitcom and it wasn't, and like, sitcoms in general aren't supposed to have, like, endings. You know what I mean? Because they're mm. sitcoms. The mm. nature of the show is just, Haha, something funny happened this week and that's it. Like it's not like supposed to be progressive storylines, but I guess the whole setup of how I met your mother is a little bit different with the, you know, how he met their mother. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be the payoff. But there was no payoff. It wasn't a very good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember people being angry about the Seinfeld ending too, and it's like uh, Seinfeld was literally a show about nothing so i don't know yeah. i actually thought the end of that was pretty funny like I don't know it's the I, they, they they all go to jail for some lots of convoluted reasons <laughs> but it ends with them sort of having the same sort of like diner type arguments that they would have just in a jail cell like with each other and it's pretty funny see cuz friends ended well that came that come to an end okay and yeah. so did will and grace cuz i was a huge will and grace fan and i liked the way they ended that as well Never so seen it, yeah. some Never of them ended all right, but How I Met Your Mother, it just, mm, it was a shame. Yeah. So parts, of it, parts, parts of the episode but was the good. The level of outrage about it was unpar- like I don't even think people were that mad about the way The Sopranos ended. People <laughs> 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 were so angry and were like going to write nasty letters about how they demanded a proper ending and that ending was garbage. And I was like, I, I didn't realize this show was such a... Like a huge, meaningful life change. People were like, "This show is my life." <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing for me about how I met your mother was the fact that they'd never shied away before from doing episodes that were really sad mm. or doing things that you really didn't expect. So for such a sort of sh- shitty, like yeah. an ending that everybody was expecting, really, but nobody wanted. <laughs> It was like, oh, yeah, thanks. I don't. I didn't get angry enough to have to go on Twitter or and yell at people about mm. it. I just, I was just a bit disappointed. I had a nice rant on the podcast and that sort of yeah, 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 yeah. Like I wouldn't, I would never. Like I'm not one of these people though who would ever like. I don't understand why people feel the need to write letters to companies about stuff like that. Mm. Because what's that going to do? Make them go back in time and change the ending to how you wanted it? No, because that's physically impossible. So you've just wasted a load of everybody's time and a bit of a tree. Well, I find it a shame, and it's especially, I'm afraid it is, especially in America, because it's not really the same here as much, is that they cancel things far too early. Because viewing mm. numbers aren't up, and they may not take into account to everything, or 
Actually, the viewing numbers were up, but for some reason they axed them anyway. Uh, no, there was a whole thing about Body of Proof, which I did watch a fair amount of. And season three was really quite good, but it got cut. And it was a shame because it was. I think the viewing numbers were doing better than some of the other shows that were on the same channel. Mm. And sometimes what, it doesn't what make any sense. Was the Body of Proof? Body of Proof. Had, Body of Proof? Yeah, it had um, Dana Delaney in it and Jerry Ryan. They were the two main leads. Um, no idea. I never even heard. And next you're going to tell me it was on like CBS or some station I actually work for. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was on ABC. Oh, okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> I, never watched, I never watched Jericho when it was on. And one night was just sitting there and was like, well, I want to watch something on Netflix, but I don't want to watch a whole movie. Um, so I was like, I'll just, I'll just watch this Jericho show. Because I didn't know what it was. I knew it was on our network, and we had a lot of posters up in the hallway, like, promoting it. And it was like Skeet Ulrich and, you know, Apocalypse. So I was like, I don't, I don't really quite understand, but okay. Um, and then when it got canceled, there was such an uproar that mm. they brought it back just for, I think, 12 episodes just to finish out the storyline because the season ends on a cliffhanger. Mm. And people were so outraged that they weren't ever going to have a resolution that CBS was like, fine, we'll produce half a season more just to shut you up so you get your ending. And that, I think, was unprecedented. I don't think anybody's ever really done that. Because um, it was canceled after only one season. I guess you guys call it a series. But, you know, just one, one um, year of it, they canceled it. And so... Um, so that that they they got like I think eight tons they got like eight thousand pounds of peanuts in the mail from fans because that was a part of the show where they told the story and a, whatever an anecdote <laughs> about peanuts. So the fans all mailed in peanuts to the, the CVS headquarters and that motivated them to spend the money just basically for fans because they knew they weren't going to get new viewers. Imagine and so when I if you worked there and you got peanut like, allergy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, thank God you know, there. Um, so when I watched it on Netflix, it was amazing. And I got to the end of the first season, I was like, I could see why people were mad. It was such a cliffhanger <laughs> that I would have probably sent in a bag of peanuts too because I was that mad. So it made me think, like, recently when they canceled Almost Human and someone started a petition online. It was like, sign the petition. I'm like, that's literally the least you could, like, literally 10 years ago they did this for Jericho with the, the peanuts. And I've, 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 they did something with Veronica Mars. I think it was they bought a billboard, space on a billboard outside the executive's office that he had to look at every day that said, like, bring back Veronica Mars. And that cost a lot of money. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. They, they gave money to Kickstarter to, to do a Veronica Mars movie. So, you know, obviously there are fandoms who are willing to put their money with <laughs> their mouth is, you know, not just complain, but actually pony up the cash to be mm -hmm. like, I really want you to bring this show back. <laughs> and it seemed to be so lazy that there were people who were like, well, I started a petition. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't really want this show back because it's not very uh, difficult for you. Well, it's got 500 signatures. I'm like, okay. No, nobody pays attention pay to attention petitions. petitions. Our politicians yeah. barely do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I had... Politicians have to if they get a certain amount of signatures. Well, um, yeah, I think we get that. But. TV executives don't have to pay attention. No. <laughs> TV executives don't have to care. No. So I just thought it was really bizarre that that, that was the new thing was, well, we started a petition to save our show. And I'm like, what? Well, uh, but what about the... But, but you need peanuts. money? <laughs> <laughs> 
That is a pretty brilliant idea. It is a brilliant idea. I mean, if if I'd had the money and and the time, I would have put money towards Veronica Mars. I just bought the DVD when it came out instead. But I did enjoy it. But it isn't... um, Is it LeVar Burton or something? The the Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Yeah, that's done really well to be brought back as well. Reading Rainbow was cancelled, and it was cancelled not because... um, it wasn't popular. It was canceled because it cost them too much money to make. Mm. Um, and it, Reading Rainbow aired on a public broadcast station. So it was a station that doesn't make any money off mm. of um, broadcasting. Um, so they don't sell ad space. They don't have commercials. Um, the only way it stays on the air is from people donating money. Yeah. Um, so, so, so to go out and produce Reading Rainbow on on their own as sort of like a I guess a charity TV show if you want to call it that <laughs> a, a not for profit TV show. Um, mm. It became really expensive for some reason I don't know why but he said he said the cost was about a million dollars. So the project is not necessarily to put Reading Rainbow back on the air as far as I can understand it's to to do Reading Rainbow for like classrooms. Yeah. As mm. sort of like teaching supplement which is way better because you're actually you know there might be kids who don't have access to. Mm that particular channel or whatever. So, so you know, I knew it was going to make money when he said he was going to do it because people love reading Rainbow, but it's like it never got canceled because it wasn't popular. Um, it got canceled simply because of money. So, mm. um, oh, Do you know, I'd never well, even heard of it before Community. <laughs> I can only assume that what we had similar here was probably Jack and Ori. Mm. Being something sort of similar, which is basically Whitmail's just... Whitmail's Grim Tales. And Grim Tales, which is basically just... A, a famous actor or actress sat down and told, the, you know, the children a story. And it, it could be two or three parts. And you've got some really big names coming on to do mm. it as well. That's why I bloody loved it. It was But awesome. it, wasn't, it, it wasn't famous people. It was children would come on the show and review their favorite book. Yeah. And they would tell you all about their favorite kids' books. And then either LeVar Burton or, like, one of the kids would read their favorite story. Like, what, they'd read one story and then the rest of it was... Just book reviews. It was just talking about how great books were and kids talk about their favorite books. And that's what was engaging. It was somebody your age telling you, you've got to read this book. <laughs> it was like a primitive form of, you know, podcasting sort of. Like, <laughs> telling you what to go out and read. And so that, that was what was great about the show. It wasn't necessarily the little vignettes they did or, or having somebody read you a story. Mm. It was just other kids relating. About how cool reading was. I think anything so. that gets kids reading is great. I also love reading. I wish yeah. I need to train myself back into reading yeah. actual books because comics have spoiled my attention span somewhat. I've um, been I've been reading Debbie Reynolds' Unsinkable uh, something or other. It's brilliant. <laughs> Her memoir, superb. Oh yeah. I, I uh. Yeah. I when Game of Thrones started, like the very first season, I tried to start A Feast for Crows. Mm. Um, that was the book that I was on. I'd, I'd gotten behind reading, and I was like, well, I'll read the fourth. I'll get them all read, and then the, the, the TV show's just starting, so I'll be way ahead. But um, I literally only just finished A Feast for Crows last week. Just <laughs> <laughs> that long. I was like, I would try to read it, and it would be terrible, and I'm like, maybe I just don't feel like reading this book. But then I would read, like, hundreds of books and then come back and read another 20 pages of A Feast for Crows and be like, this is just awful. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a good book. I don't know what's wrong with that book. But And then I got to the end, and there's a note at the end where he's like, 
so you might have noticed there was no Tyrion and, you know, no uh, Daenerys and, like, half the characters were missing. That's because <laughs> I actually wrote them in this book, but that made this book, like, 10,000 pages too long. <laughs> so I just took out half of the characters and they're all going to be, like, in the next book. And so you'll just have to get the next book the next year. Unfortunately, I, I had um, A Dance with Dragons, too, because I obviously bought it thinking, well, I'll read A Feast for Crows right away. Um, and I'm looking at it and, like, the, the you know, sorry, all the, all the characters you missed in this book are going to be in the next book next year. And it was signed 2005. And then the start of A Dance for Dragons was like, oh, uh, yeah, here, here, here's the new book. From 2011. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's slow. So not slow. only did it take me like almost six years to read it, it apparently took him six years to, yeah. to get what he supposedly already had written published. So it's like, you've trolled me pretty good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have... It's a good thing I already had these books and didn't have to wait six years for the next part. I'd be mad. I've got the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and I have tried no, so many times pants. to read it. It's pants. And I wish that, in a way, that Tolkien wasn't... It's pants, Mum. Such... Mum's shaking her head at me. No, it is pants. No, it's pants. <laughs> I think the problem is, if he wasn't such a literature man himself, he would mm. edit his own books, and he didn't like editors touching anything, yeah. so it pretty much went in as he had written it. He should have let someone edit it. His, I was going to say, his style is very descriptive of things that don't need descriptions yeah. so he'll spend like six or seven pages telling you about a tree yeah and then like a ring rath will show up <laughs> and it'll God, be I've had this conversation with this person, <laughs> this person, literally the same thing like, pages about a tree yeah hey, man, that's hey. what it's like but the yeah. worst part is is the actual exciting bits like a ring rath will show up and you're like yes action and he'll be gone in a paragraph and you're like what and oh, well, we're just going to sing a song now, yeah. I see. That's and that takes another three pages. So instead, I just decided, you know what? I've bought the extended cut versions. I'm just going to watch the movies. Oof. Which I... I can't even get through the films. I didn't, like... It's you know, too I, much walking. I watched the first two in a cinema, and I felt like Two Towers was like Empire Strikes Back. I wasn't particularly was. interested, but I had to watch it because it was part of the trilogy. And then I didn't really watch Return Again. And I didn't watch them all again until much, much, much later, only in the last year or so. And I just... I loved them. I feel like they could all be cut down to like maybe an hour and a half each. <laughs> because you I can cut out know. most of the Frodo and Sam because that's just them walking and Frodo yeah. having a what? bit of a whinge. Like, can I, <laughs> should I put this ring on? No. No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but should I? Though? No, I really want it. No. And it's probably just because I'm a Martin Freeman fangirl, but like, I think uh, Bilbo is. Oh, much more interesting of a hobbit than Frodo ever was. He really so is. It's, like, it's, it's kind of a good thing we get three movies out it of Martin kinda, Freeman mm. because I'd rather watch this hobbit walk for six hours than watch. <laughs> it kind of pisses me off, walk. though, that the shortest and the smallest of books they've put into three films. Ow. It's for goodness sake, it's not. No. Haven't they, like, added a load of stuff just because yeah. they're like, um... Well, Legolas isn't actually in The Hobbit at all. I've never read He's the mentioned, Hobbit. but he's not... It. I've not read it. I got told this by a fan who is mad on the books. Oh, I'm sorry, who? I didn't um, know you said. Legolas, he's not, he's not actually in The Hobbit. Right, no, he's not. But he's in the movies. Well, the way... He, obviously, the way he wrote the books is different from yeah. the way they produced the movies, and they were like, well, it makes no sense now that we've done 
the following three books, essentially, with all these characters, to not include the ones that are immortal, so they would probably be in The Hobbit, yeah. Hobbit after he wrote the other three or whatever. Yeah. But um, I think they don't have the rights to the... Is it Simo... Simo... Yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah, the Simo... Yeah, that um, one. <laughs> which I, ha- I have, and I've read, and I can't pronounce. Because, like, when, you know what? Uh, most of my whatever vocabulary comes from reading so you don't say these things out loud you just mm. sort of say them in your head the way you say them and then people make fun of me because I'm like I saw Jane Eyre the other day and they're like Jane Eyre and I'm like okay Jane Eyre I did the like, same with Hermione I did not know that that's how you pronounced Hermione uh, me neither until the films right. came until in until the films I've the never, films I've never known anyone called no, Hermione I don't know anyone called Hermione and Hermione I think yeah, I, was I, think I went it. with that as well and yeah, then I saw the film Hermione. oh it's Hermione I'm glad I didn't say my version out loud. Yeah, feel like a bit of a twat. But it's so much more difficult when it's stuff like Tolkien, you know, world building. Like I like when you hear names on Game of Thrones. I'm like, what? Yeah. I totally said her name like Caitlin. Her name is spelled like Caitlin. Her yeah. name is spelled Caitlin. Why are we calling her Catlin? Still give her the nickname Cat. Even though her name is spelled Caitlin, like that's not unreasonable. But no, her name is Caitlin. I'm like, that is so ridiculous. I was like, stuff like that. That's like, oh, it's so ridiculous when they adapt things, and it's not like I thought it was going to be. Your names are all funny. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we've about hit our time, my lovely. Yeah. Can't believe that. Oh, oh another one gone through so quickly. Do my Hobbit rant. <laughs> Sorry. If you, you Another time, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if you get bored again, like what would it? It'll be like three o'clock in the morning there. I was going to say we've we've got a gap at about three in the morning, three yeah. three four in the morning. Somewhere that could there. get interesting because yeah. somewhere around here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you Twitter me or whatever if you get bored. I will probably be awake because I work in the dead of the night usually. So. <laughs> Yeah. What if that happens? You can but come like, back and do your Hobbit rant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. I could probably talk about dwarf roller derby for an hour. I would love to hear that. <laughs> I, like, I was so excited when I thought it up that I couldn't like sleep for days. <laughs> just dwarf roller derby. It makes so much sense, and everyone's like, "Shut up! No one wants to hear about it. Shut up! Stop talking about it." Like, it's all I can think of out. I got rats for days. Well, well, I'll, um, this I'll fun. Yeah, it's been lovely chatting how, to you again. How, how much uh, have you raised so far? I, three three hundred and twenty-five pounds at last check. Oh, so. so we have to get that way up because your goal was like seven something. Seven fifty. Yeah, I'm so we're about halfway there ish. Yeah. I'm gonna go Just promote under. it on Twitter. Yay! <laughs> Kermit Arms. Yay! Yay! <laughs> if only you could see that. <laughs> I've just noticed I'm a bit smelly too. Um, so I'm going to hang up and have a wee and deodorise. Yay! <laughs> All right. <Nice. Yes>. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.